everybody. This is Noelle. And I'm Jetta. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Hello, Jenna. Hello. And listeners. And listeners. Sorry if I sound raspy. I feel like I'm having major allergy issues, which I don't even have allergies <laughs> to my knowledge, but I think that's what's going on. You can develop that shit, man. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. Yeah, because I never had anything. <sighs> yeah, so anyway. my apologies. So we're just going to dive right in. So I was originally going to do this episode as Haunted Hollywood Studios. I thought that would have been really cool. But there's not a whole lot of info about who haunts the studios. I know they've got to be haunted. I mean, yeah. I know. There's deaths while they're filming. There's yeah. a lot of just stuff. Yeah. So, but they don't talk about it, I don't think. And Of course not. They, really, it just kept pulling up, like, their, their rides at the studios that are haunted, you know, their haunted rides, the Tower of Terror and the Haunted Mansion and okay. blah, blah, blah. Well, duh. That's not even, That's like, not what I was asking. No. I know. So then I looked into deaths on set, which have been a plenty, uh, between gruesome ends for actors and many behind the scenes people dying in accidents on set, like cameramen oh, yeah. and extras and easy stuntmen, uh, stunt doubles. Yeah, didn't that just happen a little bit ago or I something? I think so. Yeah, that happens. So I went in a somewhat different direction. My parents loved the movie Poltergeist, the original, uh-huh. of course. Yep. And they would tell me all about the strange things that happened to some of the people who acted in the movie. And this inspired me to look up Hollywood curses. Yes. So that is what we're going to do today. We've got a list list one for (laughs) you. So the first one, since I just mentioned it in the intro, I'm just going to go with Poltergeist. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I asked you if this was on the list. I was like, oh, you know, because it's it's so well known that that movie was just a target. Um, Yeah, it was. So if any of our listeners haven't seen it, I'll give you a brief synopsis. A family lives in the suburbs, mom, dad, teenage sis, brother, and little sis. Their house becomes haunted and freaky shit starts happening. In the long run, they find out, I believe, the house was built on native burial grounds. And before they, they they get the fuck out before the house crumbles. All these skeletons start coming out of the ground and the pool that he was digging and all this stuff. Oh, that scene is terrifying. Yes. So, after a slew of deaths of the cast, the movie was wildly believed to be cursed. Many people believe it's because, get this, and according to a makeup artist, this happens, they, they actually do this a lot. It's legit, yeah. Um, the set used real human skeletons in the film. Cheaper Because kit. plastic ones were too expensive. It doesn't make... I, okay. To me, I would think human bones would cost more than a fucking plastic well, I could I could see it back in the day, I guess. Yeah. Because plastic was a newer resource. and things. Yeah, Nowadays, but, we're cooking out plastic like it's our fucking job. I know, but they still had those Halloween decorations when this movie was around. It was in the 80s. Yeah, that's true. Late 80s. Yeah. Like, 86. And I'm like, nowadays, how definitely. the hell is a human skeleton going to be cheaper to Ugh. obtain than a thick one? Ugh, like, God. make it out of paper mache. I don't fucking mm-hmm. care, you know? Like, I know. I know. So, yes, that is why people believe that the set was actually haunted, because they did use real skeletons in the film. I want to know who these skeletons are. Where do they come from? In, like, the 70s, I think it was the 70s, don't kill me, they made a huge animatronic shark for Jaws. Exactly. Like, how could you not have made skeletons, which are a lot less mass, they don't have to move, you just literally have to, like, tie them together so their arms don't fall off. Nope, human ones were cheaper. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. (laughs) So, I'm just going to get into what happened to many of the cast members. Mm -hmm. Of course, I'm going to start with um, the little sister in the movie. Yep, she was Carol Ann, 
and she was played by Heather O'Rourke mm-hmm. in 1988, which, so the first Poltergeist filmed in 86, um, and then she was ill, she became ill in like 1987, yeah. which is just after Poltergeist 2 finished filming, and they were already starting to film the third. The third. Yeah. 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 So in 1988, she had a, quote, misdiagnosed intestinal ailment which turned out to be an actual bowel obstruction. They think that maybe she had since she was born. And she died from septic shock at yeah. 12. Yeah, because that'll just blow inside you, man, if it gets big enough. Yeah. She misdiagnosed. Misdiagnosed. Of yeah. course. Of course. Oh, you're probably just having a bad tummy ache. Like, no, believe me. Yep. Check me. Oh, did she get her period? I'm sure it's just a period cramp. She became ill, like I said, in 1987, just after Poltergeist 2 finished filming. But prior to any of that, she never had any symptoms, even though she was born with this. Mm-hmm. Never any symptoms. Um, her gastroenterologists continue to claim that her case was really unusual. They just, they've never even seen her in there for complaints of anything yeah. about it. That is strange, you mm-hmm. think. And of even course, the, that was after the first Poltergeist film. Even so the parents like, might have been noticing like as a child and stuff but who knows so the director of poltergeist 3 was forced by mgm because he didn't want to finish the film he was like let's just scrap it i feel like this is wrong because this this 12 year old girl is dead in real life and Mm -hmm. we're gonna film it like we're gonna air it like this yeah and so mgm was like nope it's already we've already got too much money in this oh it's gonna finish the film yeah yeah and they they did a stunt double or a double whatever for Heather, and he just hated it. So the next cast member from Poltergeist we have is like really tragic. Um, Dominic Dunn. I'm not sure if it's Dunn or Dune. Sorry, not Dominic. God damn it, it's Dominique Dune. Sorry. Okay. Dominique. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was the teenage sister in the first movie. Five months after the movie premiered. She was strangled to death by her ex-boyfriend at 22. Yeah, it's fucking bad. Yeah. Julian Beck, who was the reverend in the second film, he died from stomach cancer before the film premiered. Yep. Richard Lawson was in the original movie as one of the paranormal investigators, and he was in a plane crash in 1992 that killed 27 passengers, in which he just barely survived. Holy crap. And last but not least, Lou Perryman, who played Pugsley in the first film, was slaughtered with an axe in his home in 2007. So, horrible luck for the Poltergeist yeah. cast of all three movies. That's strange, though. And like, it's, I could see how people can connect. That's a lot of deaths of, like... And deaths that are, like... <laughs> like a plane crash and murder, murder, murder and, and, Yeah, yeah, like, just crazy shit. Yeah, for real. The second one we have is The Twilight Zone, the movie. For our younger listeners, <laughs> no, I am not talking about Twilight, the vampire book and movie series. <laughs> this used to be a TV series that also filmed a movie. This TV series was very, um, uh, was all about, like, science fiction and shit. Yes, yep. It was pretty interesting. A lot of the episodes were, were weird, but, but also I liked it. I had to watch it in my science fiction class with Mr. Fedorchuk in college, and it was actually really good. Yeah, they played it on, like, uh, oh, God, that one channel. I don't even remember what one. 
Probably like TV Land or something. It was yeah, it was something like that, yeah. and I would catch it, you know, because I was watching like I Love Lucy, uh-huh. <laughs> Three's yeah, Company, days. you know, I all love the Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, <laughs> my shit. So this this is messed up. Mm. The movie starred Vic Morrow and involved two young children that was not actually legally supposed to be working. The studio kind of found a way around it. Yeah, loopholes. You can always find a fucking loophole. Yeah, and why not have children act in dangerous movies way past their bedtime? Yeah. Do you know what year this came out? Did you say that? And I just didn't... Um, shoot. No, I didn't, but I think it was also in the 80s. Okay, okay. Yeah, I have it pulled up. Well, I know that the Twilight Zone was like black and white, but it was like... Not that long ago. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah, that. it's yeah. not, yeah. It was 83 that the Twilight Zoom okay, movie came right. out. Okay, all right, yeah, so. yeah. So, their names, those young children, were Micah Din Lee and Renee Shin Yi Chen. Okay. An explosion during a scene with a helicopter caused the helicopter to spin out of control. When this happened, the copter blades decapitated yeah. Vic Morrow as well as Micah. Oh my god! And the young, the other young one, Renee, was crushed to death. Oh my god! That's like my worst fear. Yeah, that is <laughs> yeah, effed up. It's an awful way to go, man. Yes, it is. And it's not just you falling out of the sky. You know, you have these big, huge, fucking propeller coming fucking at you. Blades, just oh my yeah. god. <sighs> Interestingly enough, the last movie Morrow was last seen uh, had a quote which said. Murrow's superior says, oh, sorry, it says to him, if you don't get the girl by 11 o'clock tomorrow, I'll have your head. Murrow's character replies, we'll fly her in, in a helicopter. Oh, damn. Which everyone found, like, yeah. foreshadowing. They're like, Whoa. I mean, it could be. Crazy. Yeah. Like, weird. So, the next one is one of my favorites, just because of who it is and why this item seems to be Haunted. Okay. Curse of the Little Bastard. <laughs> little Bastard was the car in which the 24-year-old Mr. James Dean crashed and died yep. on September 30th, 1955. Uh-huh. That is what he named his Porsche ca- uh, Spider. It was a 1955 Porsche Spider. Beautiful car. Yes. And as you can imagine, the salvageable parts of it became very highly sought after. Oh, yeah. Very highly sought after. Which is so macabre. Yes, and we love it. I know, but it's still just like, oh, man, that car was mangled. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was bad. It's... <laughs> so, but it must not have been too bad because... People were able to, to yeah, get a lot to of get, parts. I mean, so I'm going to quote an excerpt from Lee Raskin's uh, book, James Dean at Speed. And Raskin's is a uh, Porsche historian. Okay. So he wrote, like, a biography on James Dean at Speed with his Porsche. I found this excerpt on a blog site called FlavorWire. Okay. After the accident, the Porsche was sold to a secondhand car dealer who put it on public view, supposedly in support of a campaign for road safety. He changed viewers, uh, he charged viewers 25 cents each to look at it. After that, car designer George Barris next bought the car and planned to sell it for parts. When the car was delivered to his yard, it rolled off the back of the truck and broke a mechanic's legs. Oh my God, this car is deadly. Mr. James Dean's like, if I can't have this car, none of y'all can have this yeah, car. Yeah. That's my car. <laughs> comes back, comes home with me. So then, Troy McHenry, a Beverly Hills doctor, bought the Dean engine 
and use it to replace his, the engine in his Porsche. The doctor was killed in a crash the first time he took the car off. Holy shit, you yeah, know, that's one thing I probably wouldn't take. Like a door, it's like, meh. But your engine? Yeah, I'm surprised the engine survived, honestly. It was probably maybe rebuilt. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe he's like the parts for it. Yeah. So another unnamed doctor bought the Dean transmission. He, too, was later seriously injured in a car crash. Jesus. I don't know if that was it with the transmission in there or if it just kind of, like, lingered. I would yeah. assume. I would assume that it was with the transmission in there. Probably, yeah. Yeah. An unnamed New Yorker bought two of the Dean tires. His car crashed when both tires mysteriously blew out at the same time. Okay, first of all, first of all, as we're getting through this, if I got something like that, I'm going to put it in my garage yeah, as like a statement it. piece. Why are, you, why are they putting it on their car? It was an accident. Obviously, these could actually have faulty issues. Like, what the heck, man? <laughs> it's like, why would you just know? Just put those tires displayed somewhere. I know. Do not put them on your car. Don't put the engine in. Nope. <laughs> so Weird. the shell of the Dean car was being transported to a road safety exhibition in Salinas when the truck skidded and crashed. The driver was killed. Oh my god, so even just being in a fucking vehicle. Towing like, it. Mm, yeah. Mm. Stolen from the scene of that fatal accident was the shell of James Dean's car and it was never recovered. But there's other versions of the disappearance of the shell, which is weird. Hmm, okay. It was reported in a Los Angeles Times article on October 30th, 1989. George Barris, the guy who sold the car for parts, was quoted as saying the last time he saw the shell was when he exhibited it in Florida in 1958. Oh, damn. The car was loaded on a truck and afterward, uh, afterwards, but eight days later when the truck arrived at its destination, the car was not on there. But there was no mention of an accident, so... Weird. Who knows what happened to the show? Yeah, but the, it's gone. Yep. This is one I didn't really know about, and it's the Little Rascals. Huh, okay. I do believe, while we're on James Dean, I do believe Zach Bagans is getting something James Dean. I was wondering. For his haunted yeah. museum. I can't remember. I didn't read the article. Sorry, guys. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. That's pretty neat. Of course he, he I mean, of course. Of course. I don't it doesn't sound like there's any parts left. <laughs> no. Everybody. No, exactly. No. I will Google it while you're going, and I'll see if I can find, because it is neat, like what. Yeah. Because you can go there, and you can see that stuff, and it's. Yep. It's amazing. <laughs> so, The Little Rascals. Many people think The Little Rascals movie was... It's the best movie ever. I love The Little Rascals <laughs> movie. Many think it was cursed because of the coincidental fact coincidental fact that many of the cast members died fairly young, and one of them, Robert Blake, a.k.a. Mickey Gobitz... I'm sorry, Gobitosi, okay. was tried for murder. Oh. I didn't look up why because this is not a, this is not a murder episode. It's not true crime. This is haunted. So I didn't <laughs> go gotten, into it. You know some. Yep. So one, Alfalfa, who was played by Carl Schweitzer, he was shot to death at age thirty-one. I didn't know that. Oh dang! No, I didn't know this movie had any. I didn't know that either. Chubby, three hundred pound Norman Cheney, died at age twenty-two following an operation. Aww. Buckwheat, William Thomas, died at age 49 of a heart attack. Aww. Dar- Darla Hood, of course, the R-Gang leading lady, oh, contracted Darla. hepatitis and died at 57. 
I, I 47, do, sorry. I do think I knew about Darla. Not 50, 47. I don't think I knew about anybody else, though, damn. Brisbane, who was played by Kendall McCormis, known as Breezy Biz, uh, Brisbane, did commit suicide at age 64. Froggy William Robert, who was played by really, William Robert Laughline, was killed in a motor scooter accident at age 16. Oh, my. Mickey Daniels, he died of liver disease at 55. Stymie, uh, who was played by Matthew Bear, he led a life of crime and drugs, and he died of a stroke at 56. Scotty Beckett, he died at the age of 38 following a brutal beating. Weezer, who was played by Robert Hutchins, was killed in an airplane accident at age 19. And Pete the Pup was poisoned by an unknown assailant. Oh, my God. Don't poison. I know. So, literally... Almost all the cast, it seems, yeah. is gone. All That's the main characters, it seems like. Nuts. Yeah. Although they don't say, like, why it would have been cursed, but, you know, you just never know. You never know? Yeah. So the next one is The Crow. And that's wow. featuring Brandon Lee, who is the son of Bruce Lee. Yeah. He died on set while filming The Crow. So, a bullet fragment was left in the prop gun when it was supposed to be empty. And when Lee was shot in the stomach in the film, he was actually truly shot. And it killed him. You had one job. One job. One fucking job. A bullet fragment. Well, how is there a fucking fragment? Well, why why can't you just make a realistic gun that is not able to, like, fire like that? We can make noises in post. I know. So, one of the spookiest aspects of the crow's curse is the fact that Lee's father, Bruce Lee, had his last film role in a movie called Game of Death, which featured Bruce as an actor who dies when fake bullets are replaced with real ones. Oh. Fucking weird. Sometimes, it, now that makes me think, was it an accident? With know. with the fact that Bruce Lee obviously died before his, before the son was in this film. Yeah, so you know, and so, yeah. So somebody was like, Maybe oh, how like, ironic mm. would it be if we if this is... Oh, this movie will make fucking a ton of money. Yeah. It's gonna, you know... If he dies the same way his dad did in the movie before. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's fucked. So, naturally, another one of the movies is The Omen. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's got an you're, omen. You're, you're, ax, ax, ugh, your Lord, you are asking for it, guys. I do not feel well today. I'm sorry. Uh. During filming, star Gregory Peck and screenwriter um, Dave Seltzer they flew on two separate planes, and uh, they were both struck by lightning. Oh damn! Yes. Yep. Okay. And the producer, Mace Newfield, was also on board a plane mm-hmm. that just barely missed being struck by lightning. Okay. A fourth plane, which was used to get aerial footage, uh, ended up crashing while being rented out to another client, and it killed everybody on board. Plane crashes happened, like, weirdly a lot. I know. They like, still kind of do. I mean, like, those, and then those freaking, private planes, yeah. Buddy Holly. yeah. A lot of them went that way. Yeah. 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 Honestly, that was a helicopter. It was, but still. Yeah. So, I guess the IRA bombed the director's hotel. 
Jesus, why? I don't know. Like, while he was in the hotel, the IRA bombed it. What is the IRA anyway? I have no idea. I don't know. International Revenue Fucking Association? Well, it's R-I-A. Yeah, it's I-R-A. Oh, yeah, duh. No, it's I-R-A. Yeah, I have no idea what that is. (laughs) All right. Yeah, so. (laughs) Apparently, after the Omen's zoo scene, a lion mauled one of the animal handlers, which... Get a fucking fake lion. But in the time, that was in the 60s when it came out, so. Uh, then, during a cemetery shoot in the in the film, mm-hmm. dogs were attacking other animal handlers Jeez. while they were in the movie. Just seems like the, the animals were they aroused. They, they were yes. riled yes. by something. Yeah, because those animals, animals that are working in movies are highly fucking drained. Oh, yeah. I'm always like, I want my dog in movies. My dog, fuck that. She ain't even, no. She's not going to talk and, no, yeah, hold no. on command. Yeah, Good no. Lord, no. So if they're, mm-hmm. you know, riled up and acting up and not Something's safe, off. then yeah. something is, yeah, very Something wrong. Gregory Peck's son did um, commit suicide. I don't know what the proper term So I heard something now. today, actually. Someone said unalive. She's like, I wanna I wanted to I wanted to unalive myself. I don't know if that is the new thing. I haven't looked it up. But I, I've seen ang- it an, twice. And I was like, hmm, is that like the new thing? As an English person, I don't like that. Just unalive not, myself. Yeah, that's not so, proper at all. Who knows? Who knows? I, no I would just offense. say take his life. Yeah. And I'm someone mind. who, you know, that's know. fine for me, I the know. terminology. And so yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. So on the very first day of filming the omen, several of the crew members got banged up in a head-on car crash. Mm-hmm. They're like, don't make this movie. They're literally saying, do not make this fucking movie. See, see. But they still made it. <laughs> Probably the creepiest one. Like it's awful. Okay. That happened was the following year, the special effects director, John Richardson, and his assistant, Liz Moore, okay, mm-hmm. uh, she created the Omen's uh, beheading scenes in, in the Omen. Okay. Well, they were driving together, and they were in a car crash, and Liz... Was decapitated. Yes. I mean, yeah. She was decapitated. Yeah. On top of that... I am not a superstitious person. I love Friday the 13th. We love Friday the 13th here. That did happen on Friday the 13th. Oh, okay. I mean, it could add a little bit of a level, but... I mean, tomorrow's Friday the 13th. Today, actually. Oh, today, when the episode comes out. Happy Friday the 13th, oh, bitches! Yay! It's another Friday the 13th! Yeah, I'm about to... I think we had one, like, before. We need to watch freaky movies tomorrow, all day tomorrow. Oh. Scary shit. I'm so packed tomorrow, unfortunately. <laughs> we'll talk about it after. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was pretty It's either awful. plane crashes or car crashes. And, yeah, apparently decapitation. I mean, that's like, what her, her job was. Yeah. Another one that's kind of obvious, that is the next one, is the Exorcist. Of course. Of course. I'm pretty desensitized to movies, but that one... I think it's a lot of the language that's used. That in it. movie gets me, dude. The like, part where she's like up in the crucifix. Oh yeah, I was like, when oh she yeah, stabbing herself down yes, there. Yes, yeah, that changed or me. Yes, 
That's yeah. literally when she was, I was literally like, I, that changed me. And I won't lie to you. I watched The Exorcist as an adult. Yeah, I did too. I, I wasn't allowed to watch that. No, I wasn't either. Uh-uh. And my siblings weren't watching it. So. That was one of the movies that terrified our parents. Yeah, it yeah, was the first, was the like, they were running out of movie. the theater. It yeah. was like, and I can see it. I'm like, whoa, dude. Yeah. So, apparently, the mom and the girl who played Reagan both suffered back injuries during the film, which... Well, Reagan, I mean, she was bending all over the motherfucker. I know, I'm like, like, she was kind of freaking out a little bit. (laughs) She was kind of freaking out a little bit. (laughs) That just makes me laugh. I know. I mean, she was possessed. She was, she was a little bit possessed. (laughs) But, you know, like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened for the mom to have back. Yeah, So, I don't know. But the biggest weird thing is that the set of the movie actually burned down. Oh, I don't think I knew that. There was only one part of the set that was not touched. What was that? Reagan's bedroom. Oh, shit. Where she was possessed the whole possessed? time. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's bad fucking energy. The home of the devil like, right there. Yeah. I mean, holy fuck. It was literally not touched by the flames at all. That's weird. I don't know the vidil- validity. Validity, of the say. Vidalia. <laughs> the vidalia. <laughs> My Viagra? Yeah, right. Uh, okay, yeah, so that that was pretty interesting. I don't know the validity, but, you know. I, I mean. If it's on the list. You're playing with fire, with the omen, and with, you know, exorcist, fucking exorcist. Is yeah. fucking Rosemary's baby on here? Uh, I could have put it on there. I did not put it on there, though. But, yes, I. Because that, that movie, too, they're all in the same kind of. Yeah. 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 So the next one. I have for you is called Atuk, and it's the name of a screenplay. It was about an Inuit um, soldier from Alaska. Okay. He's the main character. He's trying to cope with, like, apparently he gets transplanted to New York City. Don't know why. Oh, Atlanta, for fucking Alaska to fucking New York City? Well, not only that, but a native, you know, an Inuit. Well, like, yeah, yeah, but even just, you know, good lord. Yeah, awful. Even me. I hate New York City. No <laughs> like, offense to New York City. Move me to people. New York City, and I live in New York, guys. I know. I'd be like, oh, oh, oh. Uh-huh. What's happening? I'd have to have someone with me. <laughs> so, there were multiple actors that tried to take on the role of Atuk. Okay. Uh... Just died. Know, made it. Yeah. They and you're going to recognize died. a lot of these. So we've got John Belushi. Oh, shit. Okay. He was up for the part when he overdosed in 1982. Yeah. Years later, like, I don't know, five or six years later, Sam Kinison, who was a comedian, I believe. Okay. All these people were comedians. So this was like a co- comedic role? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Because, okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to say, we're going to say Chris Farley. Yes. <laughs> Okay, I was yes. going to say, because him and Even like, John Candy, and, yeah. yeah. So, oh. Kinison actually began shooting the movie before he, like, stormed off set, and he decided to shut down production. Don't know why. Oh. He then died in a car accident in 1992. I think that should be 1982. Well, no. Well, maybe. Well, no, because I guess they, what it looks like to me, because then the timeline keeps going in the 90s, is that when Belushi overdosed in 82, it might have taken a while to, They might have stopped the movie for a little while and been like, okay, let's kind of retreat from this. It's fine. And then just, you know, not... Not even... Not try it. Yeah. So, as I just mentioned, John Candy is also in this film. Oh, John Candy. Yep. 
That was in 1993 when he was, like, invited to try out the script, do a reading for him. Mm -hmm. Within a year, he succumbed to his ongoing health problems. Yeah. So, literally, every person who's tried to take on a took is dying. Take on a took. Take on a took. Uh, Of course, Chris Farley. Yeah. Agreed to, you know, try out a took. Maybe don't. Like, yeah, maybe don't. Just don't. Do, you, do you not know? Are they keeping it super fucking hush-hush? I mean... I agree. He, of course, OD'd in 1997, as lots of us know, unfortunately. Rest in peace, all these guys, because they were, they were incredible comedians. Oh, yeah, yeah. And adding more fuel to this weird-ass fire, Phil Hartman was supposed to co-star with Farley, mm. but before that, his wife murdered him. Yeah, yeah, I remember. In yeah. 1998. Yeah, I remember that murder. So. Yeah, that shit was nuts, dude. Yeah. He was a funny dude, too. They were they were all funny. I know. Oh, I skipped one. I get to go back up and tell you it. Yay, okay. The Passion of the Christ. Well, I was going to bring that up yes. because you got into the, yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. Because I was like, is she going to cover this? I'm going to say it at the end of uh-huh. it. cover it. Because, yeah. A couple people on set, one being one of the actors and one being, like, an assistant, Mm -hmm. they both got struck by lightning five minutes apart from each other. The guy who played Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes, exactly. He did. And apparently, like, people looked over and just saw, like, flames coming from, like, either side of his head. Yeah, I think he was on the cross. I think it was, like, while they were doing that. So it's like, I mean... Well, he's, like, he's on the cross and he's like, shit, I'm going to get hit. That's what he's he's saying. It's probably the tallest thing around. I know. wooden. Like, you're probably going to get struck by lightning if there's a rainstorm. It's the only thing around. Like... Yeah. And so then the assistant comes over to him and literally got struck by lightning. Oh, my God. Crazy. Yeah, and they say lightning doesn't usually strike twice in the same fucking place. Well, it wasn't the same place, technically. Technically, no, but it was very fucking close. Right, right. (laughs) So the last one that I have is The Conqueror. And it's not really anything mysterious or a curse. It's actually downfall of the government, of course, and this shit. So this was a film in 1956 with John Wayne. Okay, that's why I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a cowboy film. My dad. My papa loved My dad cowboys. loved them, too, but I just yeah. couldn't. I was like, no, I'll come out and watch a different night. There's a different movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Wayne was papa's favorite, but he just loved the cowboy films. Just mm-hmm. loved cowboy stuff. It's instilled in boys back then. You yeah. Know? My dad grew up with it, and he loved his mm-hmm. westerns. Yep, yep, the westerns. Nope. <laughs> so, this film was literally filmed near a nuclear test site in Georgia. I knew, yes, I knew about, I saw an article about this, and I was like, whoa, okay. The government told them, it's safe. Yeah. Go ahead and film here. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh-huh. So apparently, seven years after the film finished, the director, Dick Powell, ended up dying of cancer. Mm-hmm. Pedro Armendariz, oh man, Armendariz, sorry, I don't really know how to pronounce that one. He was diagnosed with kidney cancer, and he later committed suicide. I'm sorry, I couldn't remember what you said. Took his life. <laughs> took his life. He, he yes. later took his life. John Wayne, uh-huh. Susan Howard, John Hoyt, and Agnes Moorhead also died of cancer. Cancer, man. Yep, yep. In 1980, it was People Magazine that revealed that out of 
the cast, 200, 220 cast members, right? 91 people contracted cancer. Damn. And Fucking radiated. They were just radiated. Families sued, but of course, the evidence was remained unconclusive. Are you joking? They even, Obviously. Obviously. What's the connection between all those people? Yeah, no, there's definitely, that. even like with Agent Orange. Oh, you yeah. Know, like they're starting to, they kind of, you know, people are getting settlements for that shit mm-hmm. now. So this mm-hmm. shouldn't fucking be the same. Nope. Just own up. Yep. Oh, we didn't know. We didn't test. We lied. We fucked up. We told you you could, but you yeah. shouldn't have. Just fucking own up. Yep. Assholes. Never. Nope. That is all I've got for you today. Yeah, that, that covers it, man. I mean, there was a good list put together there. Yeah. You could probably crazy. easily do two. I know. Because I'm sure. There's I'm more. sure there's more. Oh, there are. Yeah, like Especially I said, I could have put in Rosemary's Baby. Uh-huh. It's just that a lot of it didn't seem like... I don't know. It was, it was too a little far. too circumstantial. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was a little too yeah. far off. And I was like, oh, these are interesting and cool. But I picked the ones that were, like, weird. It's just like, yeah, yeah. why? Like, I know that people get sick when they get older. I know people have problems. But oh, yeah. just yeah. the coincidence of, like, literally the little rascals, their entire cast pretty much is, like, That's so dead. weird. That's so weird. And some of them getting murdered and, like, uh-huh. and not even out of, like, a really large cast. No, I mean, there were, it felt like there they were had the a lot of kids, but I, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just Yeah, nuts. they had a ton of extras. Yeah, and some were like, you know, 19, 20, you know, they're so young, just uh, Oh, yeah, dying. yeah. I know. It's just, it's just messed up. Guys, don't be actors. <laughs> um, I don't know if you know this, but I believe, I can't remember if it's um, Goyle or his buddy there from Harry Potter, one of them got stabbed to death at a bar. Years ago. I don't think he's alive oh, anymore. Oh, okay. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I'm I pretty sure. Know. Look Damn. that up. Yeah, it's messed Damn. up. Damn. No, I believe it. I believe it all day. Uh-huh. So. All the movies are just... Oh, while we're on this real quick. So, yes, Zach Bagans apparently bought the trans axle huh. from James Dean's car. Which it will go into. And this is uh, reviewjournal.com. And it is an article called, Zach Bagans Salvages a Piece of James Dean's Cursed Car. Neat. So, yeah, that should be on display sometime, hopefully soon, yeah. at the museum. I mean, you can see some, like, fucking Charles Manson's ashes and I shit. Know. If like, you're going to Vegas, check it out, because I want to go so dude, bad. Dude, I want to go so <laughs> bad. So bad. Just to know, like, you're walking up in there. I know. All sorts of shit haunted. from, I know. It's all yeah. fucking, Natalie Wood shit is in mm-hmm. there, like, from her murder. So, yeah, it, it'd be, uh. It'd be our dream mm-hmm. museum to visit. Place. Yeah. 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 You got true crime. It's a literal haunted, haunted museum. You got to mix both yeah. together. Shabam. Oh, my God. Yeah, if we ever got to go and, like, I don't know if you're allowed to film in there, I would, like, I'd I reach out that. to Zach and be like, hey, buddy. Yeah. Can we film? You know, we just want to put it on our YouTube channel. It can give you some more, you know, tourism. I'm sure you're not hurting. He's going to be like, I don't need your tourism. I don't need your you help. You never know. I don't need your help. You never know. <laughs> he might be like, all right, yeah, sure. Put it on. Because, I mean, we're not. That would be nice. We would just be filming, like, a, a vlog type thing I know. that we could put on our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Of our day at the Haunted Museum. I know. You would think you would want that. But. Hey, you never know. You never know. They might allow videoing and true. cameras and stuff. but. Then again, it I don't think stuff off. Who knows? Yeah, I was gonna say. I, I, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. <laughs> I don't think that some of them you I, 
don't some of those dolls not like it when you like probably. take pictures of them probably. and stuff like that? And there probably are signs like don't use photography in this yeah. area, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, you gotta think that sometimes you need to give them the energy to fucking <laughs> do something, pop off. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Do I don't think camera. Zach wants them to pop off. He just wants. Yeah, to right. He's got video cameras and he's got lights and they I got know. they got all the energy they I need. I know, right? And then people are coming in there, so their own energy. It's like. Phew. Mm -hmm. who knows what kind of people all right well yeah yes as always thanks a million for listening make sure to subscribe to the mtm channel on youtube hit the bell and the subscribe button so you're in the loop when new content drops make sure you check out the blog for pictures which i don't really know which pictures you're going to see on there maybe james dean's car I don't really know. You guys can see movie posters. That's Well, you know what I would do for that's Poltergeist? Tr- that's true about the, uh, the Hollywood stuff, though. I forgot about that. But you could even do stills from the movies. Yeah. So, like, um, that scene where she's literally swimming in the skeletons and she's, like, popped up and there's yeah. just skeletons all around her. That would be a true. great one. You true. Know? So, yeah, just... If yeah. I can find good ones that aren't... We'll figure it out, peeps. Copyrighted as shit. <laughs> Which we do. We do give everybody credit when they Oh, are, of, course. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag, tag, tag that, sourced, all yep, of it. all of it. We, <laughs> all we, of it. We went to high school in recent years, so we we learned how to source our shit. <laughs> you had to. Uh-huh. So, like I said, you can check that out at uh, com. You can follow us on all the socials, Facebook at More Than Murder, Twitter at More Than Underscore Murder, and Insta at More Than Murder Pod. And if you have any stories you particularly want to hear, maybe you've been to Zach Bagan's place, maybe you already know that he's got his thing on display, the James Dean thing. Maybe you've already seen the James Dean car when yeah. it was on display. Who knows? Or just or that anything. Would, yeah. Just anything. Or you just <laughs> want to say hi. Yeah. Email us at the Gmail at More Than Murder Pod at gmail.com. And I think that's it. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.